What's up, everybody? Nikaila Mariah here, aka Self Mastery Bitch, and this is my podcast. It's time to stand in your full power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This show is for industry leaders and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live the life they were always meant to with ease and grace. It's time to remember who the fuck you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Hello, hello, beautiful ones. I am so excited to be coming to you with this week's channeled teaching. If everyone wants to start by taking a big, deep breath with me in through your nose and out through your mouth. It's so great to be here with you. I've been in hermit mode for about two months now, really cultivating and integrating these new energies and really stepping away from all of the external and the outside world and spending so much time internally and with source and um, really allowing these channels to come through me. I have so many amazing things that you're going to see over the next six months um, that have just flowed. I can't talk about them now, but (laughs) I can tell you they're powerful and incredible and life-changing. Today, as we tune in to our weekly teaching, um, a couple of announcements for those of you listening on the podcast. um, These lives first go into my um, Miracle and Manifestation group. It's $111 a month if you want to join to have access to all of the bonuses that I talk about here. Um, But as we get into our weekly teaching, I just want to announce no one's been showing up for the Wednesday Q&As. Um, only one or two of you have. So if we don't get more attendance until the group populates more and more and you guys start interacting more, I'm going to cancel those and only do the channel teachings. I will go live this Wednesday and see how it goes. Um, But other than that, if, if nobody shows up, it's not a valuable use of my time or your time. And so I'm going to just focus on the channel teachings until that becomes a need for this group. Today, I want to talk to you about the power of beliefs. Now, those of you in the group, you went through the 30-day accelerator where you learned the entire process of calling your power back and creating your reality. Those of you who haven't done that yet, I I encourage you to join and do that, but you're going to get a, a beautiful synopsis of the power of beliefs here. So, and there's a couple different directions we're going to go today. But the very first one is, I was having a conversation with my son last night and he was talking to me about these affirmations that he's been doing and he was like, they're not working. So we sat down and we talked and we said, you know, do you feel them in your body? Do you believe them in your body? He thinks he does. So we said, okay. And the thing with affirmations, and I talk about this in, in that 30 day accelerator, the thing with affirmations is It's all well and fine, and they're so powerful if you feel them and believe them in your body. But odds are, when you're starting a new affirmation, you have these core beliefs, right? That we had to detonate when we went through that accelerator program. We had to detonate those core beliefs, but we have so many core beliefs we are plugged into, okay? The thing that's different from this level of consciousness, and it is my belief that with each reincarnation, our level of consciousness changes, for example, 
animals, they don't have the level of consciousness that think about all the things they simply are. If you, if you watch a dog, a dog can get yelled at by its parent or its owner and two minutes later be happy and still in love, right? A dog can wake up and feel nauseous and walk out and it knows it's feeling nauseous. It goes and eats some grass and it lays down until it feels better. It doesn't sit there and think, why do I feel nauseous? What did I do to feel nauseous? Does God hate me for, is that why I feel nauseous, right? It just instinctively follows what it needs to do. And then here come humans. And we put these beliefs and attachments to every fucking thing, good, bad, right, wrong. And really none of it is true. If you even go back to, you know, a different interpretation of Adam and Eve, which there are so many, one belief out there is that um, when, when Eve chose to eat the apple, she was actually following her intuition. In ancient Egypt, the, the serpent and the swan come together to create the powerful divine feminine. Eve is looking to the serpent and, and getting this information and following her intuition. And what she does for, for man on earth is she gives us all conscious choice. It's not good, bad, right, or wrong. It's saying you have free will. And it's whatever attachment you place on these things, whatever choices you make that create your reality. We've put so much weight on every belief. If I get cancer, God must be punishing me. If I get cancer, I am noble and should be pitied. If I am rich, I am greedy. If I am rich, I must be worthy of God's love. If I am poor, God must hate me. Or if I am poor, I am a noble servant of God. Like we have so many beliefs in this world. It's what ones we're attached to. It's what ones we allow to shape our reality that transform our lives. And so if you're trying to integrate a new belief system, for example, if you have put a cap on your income, if every year you make $100,000 and you can't seem to make more than $100,000, what I encourage you to do is go back to, instead of just doing the affirmations of, I make $100,000 a month, or I make $150,000 a year, whatever your, your, your desire is, instead of just doing those affirmations, I want you to go back and look at the beliefs. What is the belief here that shows me the $100,000 is the cap? For, for one of my clients, he's a recording artist and, and he didn't not matter what he did, he would always get the exact amount of streams to make $150,000 a year. So we're processing through a session and all of a sudden he goes, I figured it out. When I was 12 years old, my dad told me, if you can make $150,000 a year, you're set for life. You'd have to work really hard to get there, but $150,000 and you'll be good. He didn't remember this conversation, but then we went back and we taught him a new set of beliefs. Money can be limitless. And the other thing he did, and a lot of people will automatically jump, and I, I explained this when we started that accelerator course, a lot of people want to jump into like, they're making $1,000 a month and they want to make $20,000 a month. And sure, that's absolutely possible. However, if you don't have the beliefs that say that, you're not going to do it. And so what I encouraged him to do is first say, okay, let's, let's go up to $200,000. That was really easy. Literally the first quarter, his streams, he he increased his streams by double. So he had already made more than half of what he normally makes by then. 
the next thing we did was, okay, let's, let's shift that to $250,000 a year. And then once he got the evidence that he could do this, bam, I can't even tell you the amount he makes a month right now off of his streams because it's absolutely asinine. But we had to start by looking at what he was experiencing, what his core beliefs are, and then slowly retraining those core beliefs and backing it up with evidence so that he could shift it. Now, depending on how much work you've done, depending on how self-aware you are, depending on your relationship with source, good, bad, right, and wrong, is how fast or slow you move through these beliefs. But it's about understanding and pulling your energy back from all of the beliefs that no longer serve you. If if every month, maybe you start increasing your amount of money, but you spend it right away, sit with the beliefs. Why don't I feel I can hold money? If every time you start to get comfortable in a relationship, you push them away, what are my beliefs coming through about intimate relationships? If every time you meet into a relationship, just ignore the beautiful angel flying around my room if you see her. <laughs> She's very present with me lately. If every time you you meet someone, they have certain characteristics, ask yourself, do I always look for men, women, or beings that have these certain characteristics and why? And you start to unplug and look at these beliefs. That's why I say only go with one belief at a time. Okay, but getting deeper into it, I want you guys to look at all of the beliefs we've put around illness, health, religions people's worth from everything from the color of your skin to how your body looks physically to the amount of money in your bank account to if you have eczema on your skin or fresh crisp skin crisp probably isn't that great but <laughs> fresh fresh supple smooth skin right whatever it is it's all a belief that you chose. And what we do is we, we create all of these beliefs and the collective conscious fuels them, right? Just like the idea of, of a, a God looking like a human. If you believe that your God is in your form, then that's what you're going to project. But what about all of the people who don't look like you, who don't feel like you, who don't act like you? They're going to be caught in a really weird place, right? And oftentimes are like this whole little mermaid thing that's happening right now. We have put so much of our energy into thinking that mermaids are white. So now one person comes along and decides to change it. And it wasn't even one person. Like mermaids have been depicted with different skin colors for a long time. Okay. I think like the early 1900s was the first um, mermaid of color in a sitcom in a, in a short stunted sitcom. So like these aren't new, but we've got this whole collective conscious. Some are so empowered by it. Some are so turned off by it. And some are looking for a medium of why did we replicate the little mermaid instead of create our own story? It doesn't matter which belief you are, but each of these beliefs is fueled by this higher collective conscious and the weight that we've put on the color of people's skin and what that allows them or doesn't allow them to be. Hearing me say it here now probably sounds ridiculous, but we do this in so many aspects of our life. We look at our clothes versus someone else's clothes and we put a judgment there. So we create a deeper root in that belief. What I'm asking you to do in this class and what that accelerator program was meant to do is to get you to pull back your energy from all these different places and to stand firmly 
on what feels right to you and to really let go of the idea that any of it matters. Just like and if you if you think about the instinctual traits of an animal that I talked about. Wake up in the morning. How does your body feel? What does your body believe? What does your body need? What does your body want to do? Can you not attach? If you get a cold, can you not attach? Like you must be being punished. Can you not attach? I must take the NyQuil. Can you instead, I have a cold. What does my body need to do here? The same thing with, with foods. I see people do this all the time. And of course, I, I truly do um, believe this. And I've, I've been in a deep meditative space with and communication around food and, and the process of eating food and putting things into our mouth. And, and this is the thing about it. Number one, <laughs> number one, of course, eating cleaner, eating the things that come from the earth, using the medicines that come from the earth is going to keep us the clearest, most open channel. However, if you, if you believe that by every time you eat a Twinkie or chocolate, your skin breaks out, that's what's going to happen. If you believe that eating that kind of food is going to make you feel icky, that's what's going to happen. And I'm not saying go change your beliefs and then eat a pint of ice cream a day, like listen to your body. But I'm saying if, if you think that coffee makes you anxious, coffee will make you anxious. If you think that eating chocolate will cause a breakout, eating chocolate will cause a breakout, right? And so it's about listening to your body, but also checking your belief systems. If you if you, so <laughs> my dad, um, my dad for years would joke with my mom. She would work so hard to exercise, to eat all the right things. And it, it didn't really change the form of her body. My dad would eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's still does most nights right before bed and joke. This is my diet. And he, he's always had a six pack always. He's always just joke. Yeah, I get to eat ice cream and have a six pack. He truly believes that. I know that now, now that I've done this work, I truly believe that is a belief he created is that he, he believes he can eat a, a pint of ice cream every night and keep his six pack. And so guess what he does? My mom, however, sees um, her mo mother who has now passed saw her body build, the way she ate, the way she moved through life, the health concerns she had. She said, if I don't eat this certain way, I will eat, I will look like that. However, she's stuck on, I will look like that. I will feel like that, the way that her mom looked and felt. And so what is she creating for her? The same body pattern, the same health concerns. Doesn't matter what she eats. Doesn't matter if she's eating a pound of chocolate a day or spinach all day long. She's gonna keep that body image in her mind and that's the body that she's going to have in her personal reality. It's when we can harness that energy and pull it back and create a new belief system from it that we can change our realities. But it's those core beliefs, okay? The last thing I'm gonna to talk today about is about regulating your thoughts when you're feeling a certain way. Remember, in this group, we do not believe in pushing away our negative emotions. We believe in pulling them into ourselves, alchemizing them and creating from of them after we felt with them and after we've dealt with them. But <clears throat> I'm going to make sure that one part of that is you're not dealing with them mentally. I've, I've talked to a few of you um, 
on Marco Polo. And it's one thing to feel bad. It's another thing to feel bad and let your thoughts run rampant. For example, if you wake up feeling anxious, the only thoughts you're going to have are going to propel that anxiety. But if you can wake up and you notice feelings of anxiousness within your body, and you can sit with those feelings of anxiousness and talk to them, be with them, feel them, what they might say is, hey, I need some more yoga today. I need some big, deep breaths today. Cool. Act on that. They're never going to say, I need you to spiral into every possible what if scenario of how your life could fall apart for the next four hours. They're never going to say that. <laughs> okay. But if we can feel them in our body, acknowledge them and move through them, wait for them to pass just like the wave. And then when we get those better feeling thoughts, those higher feeling vibrations, then do all the thinking, do all the thinking from there. You wake up and you're like, I am the king of the world. And all day long, talk to your friends about the money you're going to make. All day long, talk about the to your friends about the partner you're going to attract. All day long, it's such a great fucking day. Miracles rain down on me. I feel it in my whole system. Have all the thoughts you want when you're feeling good. Our beliefs and our feelings are our guidance system. So when we follow our feelings, that's how we can create the most amazing, incredible realities. So if you're listening on the podcast or on YouTube, I highly encourage you to click the link below and join our monthly group. We are doing, um, we're going to be doing weekly full moon circles, activations. You'll always get discounts on all of my upcoming programs, um, weekly channel teachings and Q&As. There is so much packed in here, plus a beautiful support of all these people, powerful beings creating their realities. And I just realized the URL for this group where I'm going live starts with 222, right place, right time. Fuck yes, we all are. So I hope you enjoyed this today. Um, remember, if you are here in this group, comment here. Wednesday, I will be back here for a Q&A. It depends on how many people show up and participate if I'm going to continue doing them. Otherwise, it will be the weekly channel teachings like today's. Big, deep breaths. And those of you who are, are in this group, if you're feeling this message and you're wanting to go, there's no worries. Go back and start the 30-day accelerator again. You have lifetime access when you're in this group. Go start the 30-day accelerator again. Move through the process. Come to these weekly channeled teachings. Get yourself in that high vibrational state and start creating your reality. It doesn't have to look like anything. You don't have to do more. You have to feel and believe more. That's what we're trying to create here in this new paradigm. This new world is, can I receive by simply being me? Is that enough? Yes, it absolutely is. You just have to develop that core belief within your body. Look at this hair. Yeah, so, so much today. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for joining me. I love you all. And um, I will be back for next week's channel teaching the moment I feel inspired. Have a beautiful day and as always, breathe deep and plan on miracles.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. For more information, check out www.nikailamariah.com or follow me on any of the social medias at Mariah. Thank you for listening. And remember, life is what you make it. So make it fucking good.